Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for September 7, 2021, the Regime Change Edition. And we begin with that story from NPR as there was a coup in Equatorial Guinea uh, this weekend and the army took power. Why is this important for the compliance professional? Well, it's important because every time we have regime change, whether democratically elected or uh, via army coup, uh, we tend to have corruption investigations. And if you are doing business in Equatorial Guinea, you need to look very closely at your operations because um, although the who did say meet the old boss same as meet the new boss same as the old boss, uh, that new boss uh, could bring charges if you've been doing business with the old boss. And it's something we've seen happen uh, many times in the compliance enforcement regime. And indeed, the Ghanai Army could uh, just send information to the United States, uh, perhaps even trying to get a bounty uh, through the SEC. So if you're doing business in Ghanai, you need to uh, take a look at your operations and make sure you've got a clean head. Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Andres Barkow has become the new head of the International Accounting Standards Board. In an interview with Mark Maurer, he outlined his priorities going forward. He took the helm back in July, and the organization sets international financial reporting standards, or IFRS, that apply in more than 140 jurisdictions around the world, although not the U.S. He sees the most pressing accounting issues for the IASB is in in tangible assets, such as brands and patents, have come up many times. They're obviously growing in importance, and many jurisdictions have moved from a manufacturing world to service-oriented world. Uh, The second is the growing gap between book value and market value for many service-oriented firms. Providing clarity and transparency is a driving force in that area as well. From the New York Times, in the return to work imbroglio, um, it says that... um, You might not be returning to the office until 2022. Last week, Uber executives were on a nighttime uh, video call to make a difficult decision. They considered whether the ride-hailing company should join a growing list of companies once again delaying their return to the office. They announced that they would postpone their reopening from October 25 to January 10th. And... um, The HR director at Uber said this was the hardest crisis she has ever had to face. And when you think about that coming from the head of Uber HR, uh, you know that uh, really says something. So uh, you need to think about what you're going to do for return to work, vaccination status. Obviously, it's going to be critical incentives or uh, sticks in the case of Delta Airlines um, to get people to become vaccinated. All important questions. And finally, we had a record-setting weekend from Shang-Chi, the uh, new, latest new Marvel action hero and the first Asian 
uh, hero. So uh, perhaps the movies are back uh, and that uh, that may be a harbinger of things to come. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.